Hello and welcome to episode 208 of the LDS study session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. Uh, today we're going to uh, delve a bit more into the Book of Mormon uh, study challenge, uh, which is nice in preparation for uh, what we're going to be doing uh, from next week. Uh, this week, of course, is the last week of the New Testament Come Follow Me study, and next week we'll be starting to dive into the Book of Mormon, which I can't wait for. Um, not least for the fact we've got the new manual, and I just can't wait to get started with it. Uh, but obviously the Book of Mormon is a wonderful uh, piece of scripture very special and important to members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as well as the Bible and other revealed scripture. Um, so what I wanted to do is just have another look at another day in the Book of Mormon study, study challenge. In terms of our study, uh, we are up to day 11, I believe. Uh, that's right. In Alba chapter 32, verses 21 to 43, with the question, how can our faith grow? And the quote is by Neil L. Anderson. Faith is not by chance, but by choice. I remember I remember as a member of the High Council um, giving a, a talk on this um, message from Elder Anderson and absolutely loving it, just really getting a lot from it. Uh, he said, quote, how we live our lives increases or diminishes our faith. Prayer, obedience, honesty, purity of thought and deed and unselfishness increase faith. So initially to start off with, it sounds like a number of things uh, helps our faith grow. Uh, but as we might suspect in the Book of Mormon, we turn to Alma chapter 32, which has a great uh, sermon on faith um, by Alma uh, to the people in uh, Zoram, the Zoramites. So he is teaching about faith and what it is and how we can help it grow. Uh, I've, I've studied from verse 21 to verse 30 and got a low from it. Uh, so I'm not going to really be able to give it you know, much justice the whole section. But uh, I do fully recommend you studying this, particularly over this Christmas season, as we are uh, supposed to be trying to build our faith. I was having a conversation, actually, uh, yesterday. Uh, we had um, our state carol concert, uh, as many stakes did, I'm sure, uh, yesterday. Uh, and it was a wonderful occasion, wonderful uh, musical talents on display. And the spirit, I mean, when we were, when we were singing uh, the final hymn, uh, Joy to the World, at the end, I just felt like that the heavens would my burst at that moment. You know, just the spirit that was there was was palpable, and I've not really, um, you know, felt that for for well, I say for a while. You know, in recently, uh, obviously, I've done my little studies here and there, and I felt so good from it. But just the spirit in that room was was huge, uh, and um, afterwards, I was talking to um, a non-member who we had uh, kind of brought along with us, uh, and he was asking about kind of, you know. Obviously, if we have this occasion every year, I mean, unfortunately, he had to leave a couple of times throughout. Uh, but when he was there, he absolutely loved it. He kept commenting just how amazing the, the musical items were. And then he asked about how uh, we, what else we do around the Christmas season. I, start talk, I started talking about the Light the World campaign, uh, which he had already been made aware of by the missionaries. But he just said just how good it is to see people trying to keep the message of Christmas uh, clear and pure uh, at this Christmas season. Obviously enjoying the Christmas festivities around it, but um, just remembering the true reason for the season. Uh, and as we consider this um, kind of chapter on faith, uh, this is one of the ways we can help uh, think about how we can develop this faith, those daily things that we need to be doing, just like the Light the World campaign. Um, so I'm going to dive right in with what, I, what stood out to me. Verse 21 of Alma 32 starts off saying, And now, as I said, concerning faith, faith is not to have a perfect knowledge of things. Therefore, if ye have faith, ye hope of things which are not seen, which are true. Um, me and my family, uh, as one of our traditions, watched the Polar Express yesterday. Uh, and, you know, a lot of talk about belief 
and how believing things that you can't see uh, is you know a very important part of life uh, and this is obviously in reference to this um, for us in in that verse we learn that faith requires us to hope for things which we can't see to begin with it isn't a perfect knowledge to start with and it cannot be otherwise it's not faith um, in October 2013 in a talk called come join with us uh, Dieter F. Uchtdorf said this quote it's natural to have questions the acorn of honest inquiry has often sprouted and matured into a great oak of understanding there are, a f there are a few members of the church who at one time or another have not wrestled with serious or sensitive questions. One of the purposes of the church is to nurture and cultivate the seed of faith. Even in the sometimes sandy soil of doubt and uncertainty, faith is to hope for things which are not seen, which are true. Close quote. Um, and this is a really important point. Uh, I think that in the past, you know, as members of, the, as members of the church, we've kind of shunned questions about doctrine and about practices. And really, these are things which we should welcome. We should invite people to question, because if they don't, particularly in the world in which we live today, they will go and find answers elsewhere. And those answers will not be uh, armed with the spirit of truth with it. And as we know from our many studies of the New Testament this year, if we don't have the spirit with us when we're searching these things, then we won't understand it. Um, and so, you know, it's that's the, that's the important starting point to know that faith, because we have faith, doesn't mean we will not question. Uh, in fact, if anything, it means that we will question, but the way we question things and the way we go about those questions uh, depends on how eager or how um, intent we are to develop that faith. Um, he then continues on Alma through to verse 26, where he says, Now, as I said concerning faith, that it was not a perfect knowledge, even so it is with my words. Ye cannot know of their surety at first unto perfection any more than faith is a perfect knowledge. Um Again, you know, we cannot know of the surety when we first begin on any stage of our life. And I think that um, it's something which I certainly have fallen into the trap of. You know, when I've been going through um, moments in my life where I feel really spiritually on top of it, like I feel, you know, a surety and no doubt and I feel so close to the spirit. But then, you know, and I think that that's not going to change, you know, that's here to stay. I've made it, you know. Uh, but then a couple of weeks later, you know, even 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 studying might might not have slipped i mean obviously since i've started this podcast i've been able to study quite very regularly uh, but even with that you know there are times where i'm fully behind it and i can see that in some of the episodes or kind of the periods of time that i've done where i've been really you know in depth with it and really you know engaged and enthusiastic about it and then there's other times where i just kind of you know oh well yeah this says this this says that there you go um and just the spirit which um we we have it, it will wane and then swell and then wane again um, but the important thing is that we're trying to bring it back to a swell as soon as we start to recognize that and know that faith can be developed through the things that we are searching for in this study today uh, sorry about that uh, so if we go to verse um yeah verse 26 we just covered uh, there's a talk called the fruits of the first vision again by Dieter F. Uchtdorf, who said this Quote, as we truly humble ourselves, we will be blessed with this gift to have faith and to hope for things which are not seen but are true. As we experiment upon the words given to us by the scriptures and the living prophets, even if we only have a desire to believe and do not resist the spirit of the Lord, our souls will be enlarged and our understanding will be enlightened. Close quote. Uh, I think that is a key part of this. And, I, and one of the things that I would say is an answer to that question straight away is humility. 
is recognizing we need to have the Spirit with us. We need to have our Heavenly Father guiding us to develop this faith. If we seek to do it ourselves without that support, um, then we won't, we won't get the great you know, understanding and blessings that we can receive. Uh, I am going to bring this to a close because um, we are kind of coming up to the 10-minute mark, and I like to keep these bite-sized. So I'm going to skip ahead now to verse 30, and this is something new that I kind of drew out from this. Um, in verse 30, it talks about how this seed begins to grow. Uh, it says, But behold, as the seed swelleth and sprouteth, and, beginning to, and beginneth to grow, then you must needs say that the seed is good. For behold, it swelleth and sprouteth and beginneth to grow. And now, behold, will not this strengthen your faith? Yea, it will strengthen your faith, for ye will say, I know that this is a good seed. For behold, it sprouteth and beginneth to grow. Um, and, you know, this is, this is really how we start to grow this faith. We start to put it to action with the humility that we will know that we can't get it without reliance on the Lord. A final uh, quote I want to share is by um, Boy Boyd K. Packer in April 2005, who said this, quote, my, my, my experience has been that a testimony does not burst upon us suddenly, rather it grows, as Alma said, from a seed of faith. It will strengthen your faith, for you will say, I know that this is a good seed, for, it be, for, for behold, it sprouteth and beginneth to grow. If you nourish it, it will grow, and if you do not nourish it, it will wither. Do not be disappointed if you have read and reread and yet have not received a powerful witness. You may be somewhat like the disciples spoken of in the Book of Mormon, who were filled with the power of God in great glory, and they knew it not. Close quote. Um, for those of us that have questions, for those of us that seek for further understanding, we need to recognize that we need to be humble and seek for that answer or seek for that understanding and guidance and recognize that it will come in the Lord's time, but continue in faith and obedience to allow the Spirit to enter into our hearts the fullest, to the fullest extent that it can. Like I say, there's lots to get from this section, so I am going to leave it there, but um, you know, I'd really re recommend you to study that yourself. And if there's anything you learn from it, please share it at MattSRoberts90 Matt on Twitter or email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thanks again for, for listening, and until we meet again.